The razor blade was bluish and cold, and at times the red glow of the sunset would hit it just right, bathing the darkened room with light. The blade slowly slid down the throat of Jack, gathering a head of foam as it went. For a moment, the blade stopped its slow, regular motion, but then it detached from Jack's neck and was equally as slowly wiped on the sleeve of the false barber. He was taking his time, and now the clean blade was once again brought to Jack's throat. The blade lightly brushed the skin, turning gently around the Adam's apple, shaving and cleansing with expert care every recess. Jack still had his eyes closed. He was motionless. The cigarette burned the fingers of the gunman, but he wasn't even aware of it. The tension within him was so great. The two men stood immobile, but were ready to shoot. Finally, when they could not contain their suspense any longer, they walked over to the door of the shop and peered through the broken glass to see their companion intently shaving Jack as if it was his everyday job. The razor blade was again lifted from Jack's throat, full of foam. The false barber went to wipe it on his sleeve with a slight tremor in his hand. Before the blade could return to work, the sheet protruded, exposing the long, dark barrel of the gun planted right between the testicles of the false barber. The blade was ever so slowly brought back up to finish the shave with great expertise and caution. Jack still seemed to be asleep, but the barrel of his gun was very much awake. The blade finally left the throat of Jack, and he was perfectly shaved. The false barber silently stood to one side, remaining rigid and very erect. Jack got up and took off the sheet. His gun was back in its holster under his jacket, just as discreet as when he had come in. He felt his clean-shaven cheeks with a satisfied gesture. He walked up and shoved a five-dollar bill in the pocket of the false barber, who dared not to look. With his back to the false barber, ignoring him completely, Jack kept his eyes in the mirror. He saw a face that was not likable or lovable, and he sighed. The face that was reflected back at him showed infinite fatigue produced by years of loneliness and danger. The bullet came from behind the mirror and shattered it just an inch from his head. Jack turned around quickly, but without surprise. The fragments of the mirror now behind him reflected the bodies of the three gunmen, and they disappeared just as quickly from its refraction by Jack's shocking rapid-fire shots. Jack replaced the gun in its holster under his jacket and turned back to the mirror. Now the pieces remaining reflected not only the fatigue, but also a distorted, broken face. Jack leaned over the false barber lying on the floor, took the five dollars he had put in the dead man's pocket, added another five to it, and threw them into the basin. Picked up his hat, and with a finger, rotated the latch that opened the closet door. The door swung open part way, and the barber and the boy stared at Jack in amazement. The barber, intimidated, stood frozen, but the boy's eyes lit up with admiration. He shook his head to get rid of the gag and spat out the soap. Paying them no mind, Jack recovered his suitcase and left without looking around. The boy opened his mouth, stunned. The old man was still fiddling to get rid of his gag and leaned over towards the boy. The boy was still tied up and couldn't use his hand, but he was able to stand on tiptoe and get his teeth to tear the gag from the old man's mouth. The man spat out the soapy brush with disgust. The barber ran over to the basin where Jack had left the money and said warmly, Ten dollars. A true gentleman. The boy said, How'd he do it, Pop? It was so fast, I thought it was a single shot. It's a matter of speed, son, said the barber. The boy looked out towards the dead gunman and asked, Do you think there's anyone faster than him? 
faster than him, said his father. No one is faster than Jack Beauregard.